and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one intimate page of Talmud a day. And today's page, Sukkah 49, really takes the intimacy to new levels. Have a listen to this little amazing paragraph. In the school of Rav Anan, it was taught, what is the meaning of that which is written, the hidden of your thighs from Song of Songs? Why are matters of Torah likened to a thigh? It is to tell you that just as the thigh is always concealed, covered by clothes, so too matters of Torah are optimal when recited in private and not in public. What a a beautiful, enticing image. And here to help us unpack it is one of my absolute favorite humans in the world, a sexual educator, a Talmudic scholar, the author of an essential book, Sex Points, Reclaim Your Sex Life with the Revolutionary Multipoint System, the one and only, my teacher and friend, Dr. Bacheva Marcus. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. I think I'll take a page from um, Rabbi David Bashevkin and say it is a, such a joy to be here with you, Leo. <laughs> well, I believe uh, David Bashevkin has that trademarked, but okay, we'll let, I'm sorry <laughs> we'll let this one that. slide. Okay. So listen, I'm reading this thing and it talks about Torah and the study of Torah, which when I think of study of Torah, I think of a big room full of sweaty guys learning and shouting. And here is a really kind of erotic, intimate, it's sort of like the thigh that is concealed under the clothes, so is the study of Torah. It really kind of is literally and figuratively, it's a suggestive paragraph. Explain it to us. What's going on here? Yeah, it's so evocative. And I think you're right. I think we're all left with that same question. In general, when the rabbis talk about Torah, they talk about big public displays, right? That's what we think about. And so this kind of brings us up sharply. I think the way to understand this is to go back a little bit. Like, if you go back to the few sentences before where it says, like how beautiful are your feet? That's also an imagery that was taken from that same pasuk, from the same sentence in the Shirashirim, in the Song of Songs. Well, what happened was, I mean, if you go back to that page in general, you're going to find that the rabbis started with this whole imagery. They're comparing parts of the temple to imagery in the Song of Songs. Well, we know the rabbis, like once they start rambling down a path, they just keep wandering down that path. There's no stopping these guys. There's no stopping. The truth is we could all learn something from that. You know, you walk on a walk and you see this cute little path, go on the path. It's like worth it. Anyway, so they started this whole Song of Song imagery and they get to this part and they talk about the feet, the clinking of the feet, the clackety clacking of the feet, which represent the Jews going up to Israel, going up to Jerusalem, sorry. And that, what could be more public? What could be a more public, beautiful display than the Jews all dancing their way up to Jerusalem? The second half of that sentence, though, talks about the thighs being covered, the same dancing women imagery, the same imagery of the dancing women, which is so evocative in the feet, the dancing, is also this idea of privacy with the thigh, because the thighs are covered. The feet are exposed, the feet are noisy and joyous, the thighs are completely covered and private. And I think, Liel, was thinking a lot about this, I think this leads to this dichotomy that we're always kind of playing with and maybe even struggling with in Judaism. And I, I see it a lot with sexuality, so I'm not at all surprised that they sort of came up with this thigh imagery, because... You know, we think, oh, sex should be private. But the truth is, we know, we know that you need to talk about sex, you need to educate. And the rabbis knew this probably 
probably better than anybody else. They're constantly talking about sex, the ethos of sex, where to have sex, how to have sex, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. Those are such important things to talk about. But that's very different from the private realm, you know, my sex life, your sex life, a specific person's sex life. That remains something that's covered up and very, very private. I think we see this a lot, like this sort of the, the complex distinction. Like I get it every day, right? People are like, how are you talking about sex? Or like parents may not want to talk to their kids about sex. So somehow it feels inappropriate, but kind of understanding that the general discussions about sex, sex education, discussions of pleasure, discussions of understanding the body, all of those things are so critical and have to be talked about. And yet I'll say to parents, you don't want to talk about your sex life. That's not appropriate for your children to hear about. And that's not helpful for them, right? We understand that there is the public and there is the private. And what I thought was so beautiful about this is when it talks about Torah study, I think maybe we can learn something from this. You know, most of our Torah study is very public, you know, whether it be in shul, in the synagogue, whether it be in big classes or whether it be around the table at our homes. But I think all of us also can and should retain a certain element of Torah, which is private. Every once in a while, I'm sure, Liel, you have this. I know I have this. You have this moment when you connect to something in Torah that feels just very personal and very private. And allowing yourself to hold it that way and be conscious of that and be respectful of that, nothing could probably give somebody more pleasure. So I think, I think that dichotomy between the public and the private and that which we sort of share with the community and that which we hold dear to ourselves I think that's a really important distinction that should hold us in good stead in so many aspects of our life, both in terms of our sex lives and in terms of our Torah lives. Amen, Selah. Dr. Bacheva Marcus, thank you as ever for being our guest. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.